It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Good morning, everyone, in the American Heroes Network. I'm Bill Forbes, uh, and our host, uh, Gary Ray, is with us uh, this morning. should be joining us uh, fairly shortly. Uh, yeah, today is May 30th, 2017, and we welcome everyone to our broadcast. We had a great uh, show last week with Ernesto Hernandez with the Wounded Poor Project. Uh, the Wounded Poor, Poor Project uh, has a dispelling the belief that shelter dogs are not practical candidates as service dogs. This notion is based upon the idea that by breeding, one can control temperament, wellness, and longevity. Data does not support the idea that upbringing and race slash color influences level of performance or importantly, constructive contributor to society. This is one show you can't afford to miss. If you miss this uh, show live, you can hear the complete show in our archive section of the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. We're going to talk just a little bit about some news here, as we normally do uh, each uh, of our broadcasts, and... uh, as we all know, uh, yesterday we uh, uh, celebrated the official uh, Memorial Day, and uh, we had uh, I'm back. A, again in this area the uh, Rolling Thunder. Gary, are you there? Yes. Can you hear me now? We're live. Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah. All yeah. right. All right. Now, you're going to tell us a little bit about uh, the news articles we have, of course, and, and uh, Bill's always a, a good guy when it comes to choosing some articles. Well, well, Gary, as I was about to say, that uh, we just uh, had a Memorial Day celebration yesterday, and again, we had the participation of Rolling Thunder in the nation's capital, uh, and uh, thousands of uh, bikers who poured into the national capital to honor uh, our men and women who made the ultimate sacrifice in serving our great country. You know, the, this uh, Rolling Thunder appearance, it goes back to 1988, and it's a, attracted a multitude of uh, uh, bikers and spectators from around the country. And something new this year, Gary, the uh, the Washington National Cathedral uh, had the opportunity to uh, uh, have uh, a, the blessing of the bikes on Saturday, and the uh, uh, bikers showed up, and uh, this was a tremendous uh, event uh, at the uh, National Cathedral in Washington, D.C. In addition to that, uh, today... We'd like to salute a program uh, in the state of uh, Louisiana that aims to uh, smooth veterans' transition to entrepreneurship. This program, uh, sponsored by the Louisiana state government, is to assist in, in the transition of military and National Guard back into the community and home with entrepreneurship programs. uh, The program will train about 108 veterans in the first year, and the program's goal is to help at least 30% of the participants launch a business and collectively raise at least $5 million in startup capital. Amazing to get veterans going with entrepreneurship in uh, Louisiana. 
Well, we our guest today is Michael Ball. Michael is the director of Serving Together, uh, the Serving Together Project. Michael served as a Korean linguist in the U.S. Marine Corps from 1989 through 93. He also served as a medic in several National Guard and Reserve units from 1994 to 2000, and as a medic in the Air Force from 2000 until his retiring in 2013. Michael spent the last 10 years of his career transporting wounded as a flight medic in Iraq and Afghanistan and as the senior enlisted supervisor of the patient staging facility at Ramstein Air Base in Germany. This experience gave Michael a deep desire to continue to help these servicemen and women as they recovered from their injuries and transitioned back into civilian work and life. After retiring, Michael worked for several District of Columbia area veteran service organizations and the veteran service coordinator for Loudoun County in Virginia before joining the Serving Together team in January of 2017. Michael received his Bachelor of Science degree in Environmental Studies from American Military University and a master in, Master's in Business Administration from the University of Maryland University College. Michael Ball, welcome to the American Heroes Network. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you having me on today. Well, it's great uh, uh, that uh, you've agreed to come and spend time with us today. Now, yeah, really uh, excited uh, about getting the word out about this program. Well, that's great, and that's what we'd like to, for you to do is to kind of <laughs> tell us uh, how you got in, involved into this and uh, and uh, and and the startup of, of this organization. I can, I can. Well, I, I, I tell you a little bit of background. Every mind uh, has been operating in Montgomery County, Maryland, for uh, about the last 60 years. Uh, their name was formerly Montgomery uh, Mental Health Association of Montgomery County. Um, changed their name to Every Mind recently because they're not specifically focused on mental health, and they're not they're not limited to Montgomery County, Maryland. Uh, about six years ago, as part of their crisis prevention hotline, uh, they started a, a hotline for veterans. And that hotline grew into its own uh, separate program uh, for veterans in primarily at that time was still Montgomery County and, and, and that southern part of Maryland, north of D.C. there. Uh, about two years ago, they expanded into uh, northern Virginia. Uh, and we have, we now are working to expand into the entire national capital region, the counties surrounding uh, the district and the district itself. Uh, I just came on board, like I said, in, in January of this year. So uh, I was working for Loudoun County and uh, met met serving together through Loudoun County. They actually helped me set up the Veterans Collaborative out there. Uh, so that's a little bit of a background on on our parent organization, Every Mind, and, and serving together how they got to where they are right now. Um, I guess the the impetus for the, the serving together program was were some studies and, and the realization that there's a lot of organizations and resources out there to help veterans. Uh, but but these, they're often fragmented. Uh, these, these organizations that are, uh, that are there to help veterans are operating frequently in their own information silos. Uh, don't know what you know, the other organizations right across the street are doing. Uh, so our intent, the intent of serving together was to bring these organizations together and create uh, networks that would collaborate to share information, share resources, uh, eliminate duplication of efforts and, and work together to help veterans in their community. 
so that has been our focus. Our focus is on improving veterans' access to services by creating these collaborative networks and this collaboration between veteran service organizations, county government, nonprofits, any organization that has an interest in helping veterans. Uh, we want to get them around the same table and talking to each other. Uh, and, and, and then you know, connect the veterans to that network no matter where they come in. So, well, Michael, you know, mm-hmm. access to services is uh, so important to veterans in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just about at our break time here for the first break, okay. and uh, we'll return uh, shortly. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, and we'll be back shortly. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with Mike, director for Serving Together Project. Now, I'm sorry I disappeared for the first 15 minutes, but Bill, you're doing a great job, <laughs> and Mike, Michael, you're doing a good job also, and oh, uh, I guess we want to learn more about uh, what's going on as far as your project, and uh, how, do you, how do you go ahead and qualify uh, an organization uh, as far as thinking it has a good resource? How do you qualify them? Well, what we do... The- we have, uh, you know, we have organizations that we use as, as as resources for our peer navigators, and I can I can go back a little bit uh, just and, and talk about what what we offer. Uh, we didn't get into that before the, before the break, but the primary uh, initiatives that we have are, are resources, you know, community resources, collaborations, and 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 community education. And as part and as part of that resources. Uh, Initiative. We have peer navigators that are available uh, full time. They'll take questions from from veterans on any any questions they have, any information they want to find out. Our peer navigators are here to help. You know, take take their information, find out what resources they need, find out what their issues are, find the resources, the organizations that will help them with those issues and then put that veteran directly in touch with the person at that organization, not just, you know, give them a list of phone numbers and say, hey, good luck. And then we also have on our website, servingtogetherproject.org, we do have a service directory with resources at national, regional, and, and, and county level. Um, and we, what we do, we, you know, we talk to people in, the, uh, in these organizations. We find a point of contact, talk to them, find out what they're offering. What we're, tr- what we're trying to do is, is make sure that these are either fr- you know, free or pro bono services for the veterans is what we put up on our website. There are a lot of organizations out there that, that, are, that provide services at a cost that, that, that do a very good job. Uh, and provide valuable services, but what we are trying to keep, uh, we're trying to keep it to organizations that are, are free or pro bono for the veteran on our site. Um, 
and you know, we'll call up, find a point of contact, we'll do the research ourselves on these organizations, and then just track how when we refer a veteran there, when they talk to a veteran, follow up with that organization and follow up with the veteran, too, to find out what, what help they were able to get. Uh, and you know, the organizations that are actually able to provide services or assistance to the veterans are the ones that we continue to refer to. So we have a vetting process. We have a, a staff member who, is, who actually goes through this list, and we're in a process of that again right now, going through this, continuously going through that list, updating our, uh, updating our resources, making sure we have the points of contact, making sure we have the, the eligibility criteria for every organization and the, and the process by which veterans are able to, to uh, apply for assistance making sure we're aware of exactly what they are able to to get from those organizations and then um, following up after the fact to make sure that these organizations are really doing what they say that they will. So we are, uh, um, that's, you know, that is one of our primary initiatives. Like I said, we have community resources, community collaboration, and community education, and that's our community resources portion of that. Uh, we have regional managers, uh, in D.C. and Virginia, that, or, or in Maryland and Virginia, rather, that actually go out in the community meet, uh, and myself, uh, we go out and meet with these organizations, sit down and talk. We bring them into our veterans collaboratives uh, and, and find out what they're doing, sharing information, and then we, you know, these are the tools. These are the tools that we put in our peer navigators toolbox. So when the veterans call into our peer navigators, you know, our peer navigators have a, a, a a variety of options that they can that they can use to help the veteran with whatever their specific needs are, and hopefully something that's that's close to home there for them, something right there in their community, if if possible. And Michael, you know that mm-hmm. that that is so important because mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know as we got to the first break, you were talking about uh, mm-hmm. access to services. Uh, you know, one of the things that I found is uh, is that the, the greatest void in our veterans community is a lack of information, basic information on how to navigate the resources that are available to them. Right. Uh, and 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 you know, and 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 the other issue comes about with trying to get uh, organizations involved, whether it be government or non-government organizations, I mean, I'm talking about down at the state and local level, you always hear that, uh, well, you know, it's the uh, U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs' responsibility to take care of our nation's veterans, and that's, that's, that's correct. But right. there are so many gaps in services where all of these organizations, starting from the state down to the local area, they can work and, 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 and make this a go uh, uh, with, uh, with networking. So uh, it's important that this exists. Tell us, uh, our listening audience, about some of the uh, kinds of issues that veterans bring uh, to your organization and that you deal with some of the basic kinds of concerns that they have. Right. Yes, I, I can. I'd be happy to do that. We, we, you know, the, I, I would say right off the top of my head, of the three primary needs uh, that come up in every every community, and and right now we have you know veterans collaboratives that, that we operate in Loudoun County, Fairfax, uh, in Virginia, also in Montgomery County and Frederick County in, in Maryland, and we are participating in, in collaboratives in the district and, and, and down in Fort Belvoir. And the, the needs are, are often similar. The top are, are housing, uh, housing, employment, and then access to, to VA benefits. And then from there, it kind of diversifies uh, depending on the, the, the communities that they're in, some of the more rural communities, and that'll, you know, transportation is often a big one after that. Uh, so it's it's interesting that you bring up the VA, and that is the question that comes into, or that's the the answer that a lot of people bring up when you, when you when you talk about the veteran community. Well, isn't that the VA's responsibility? And uh, to an extent, uh, it is. But there's so many veterans out there that don't qualify for VA services. You know, maybe they were guard or reserve. Maybe they had a you know, maybe they had a other than honorable discharge. Maybe you know, there are or you know, there, there's family members. Family members are not 
uh, not able to get access to many of these uh, VA services. So well, we are here to help you know, all veterans, regardless of their branch of service, regardless of when they serve, regardless of you know, active duty, guard, reserve, and their families, uh, their family members. So that's the frustrating part of, of you know, trying to get uh, trying to get help from the, the the VA. Sometimes it can take you know it can take a little while, and and the you know, veterans, some of the veterans that we work with may not be eligible for uh, services from the VA. So, but you know, Michael, I think uh, yeah. here's a situation where an organization such as you are involved when you can step up to the plate. Because starting at the state level, working down to the local level, you know, I found, uh, discovered this, that in all of these organizations, pretty much, they have a, uh, a, a Department of Aging, a Department of Disabilities, mm-hmm. a, uh, from the health side, uh, health and mental hygiene, They've got these uh, clinics and uh, locations in the local area, and they Mm -hmm. are geared to assist veterans right at the local level. That word never gets uh, communicated, and it's much easier and more uh, uh, a better way of accessing to be able to access services right where you are in the local community. But the states have this. They they fund this, the counties, and but that word never gets communicated. And I think this is an area where, if it's not already uh, taking place, that serving uh, uh, together is is there to promote that and to direct our veterans into those particular areas. It is. These services are they are available, and they're not always specifically you know veteran focused services. There are, like you said, area agency on aging, a huge help. Uh, um, the county county has services available, but what what I'm what we're finding is frequently, and I, I can tell I tell you some stories about how veterans come to. I had a young Marine come to me the other day and, and was telling a story about they, the first time they got out and they went to us. They had to go to a civilian doctor and they got a, a paper, uh, a written prescription, and they had no idea what to do with it. Yeah, because you know everything in the, in the military is is taken care of for you right there on base you go to the you know go to the clinic the the pharmacy's right there there's no there's no co-pays there's no uh, you know pay involved but something simple like that and it's kind of a simple and and somewhat funny anecdote but when you when you scale that up to larger issues in in veterans veterans lives that they have they come out of the service and they have no idea how to find the services that that they need just to get by in in their community. There's no other portion of the population that goes through a transition like this that that puts off, you know, many of the things that that other people, you know, civilians have just learned about living. So where do you go to get a prescription? Where do you go to get a driver's license? Where do you, you know, things like that people put off for four years or sometimes even 20 years and then they come back into civilian they're looking for civilian work and they're trying to reintegrate into uh, you know civilian life and work and and that's can frequently be hard and, and confusing and those assets are out there and they're not just through the VA uh, I tell you I can you know tell you many stories of F working as a medic in clinics and and people people driving from three or four states away uh, to come to a, a military treatment facility because they weren't aware that they could go, you know, use their TRICARE or use their benefits to go to one right down the street from their house. And so uh, what we are, what we're trying to do is get that, you know, connect the veterans to these resources that are available to them because they are there. Uh, they just frequently do not uh, they frequently don't know about it because you know they've you know they they've gone through this transition and it's it's very can be very confusing and and difficult to transition back into uh, civilian life. Uh, what we're finding also is that uh, you know there's a lot of focus on post traumatic stress and that is you know there is a significant portion of the veteran population that that is going through that post traumatic stress, but this this stress of transition. This li- the complete life change can be almost 
almost as stressful and it affects almost the entirety of the veteran population and or the military population and their families. So what we're trying to do is ease that transition and focus on ways that we can we can educate veterans as they're coming out. How do we, you know, how do you take these skills that you learned in the military and 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 find a job with them? Because it's not Michael, always it's daunting for those that are coming back and uh we're we are uh, at our next break and we're going to talk okay. about that some more. But right. before we get to the break, uh, we have continued to talk on the American Heroes Network with reference to uh, mental health concerns, suicides, and we want our listening audience to continue to remember that our partner, the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel, is there to help uh, veterans uh, and their families who have concerns. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, and we'll be back shortly. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with Michael, Director for Serving Together Project. And Michael, uh, I'm sorry, but uh, we had a little little bit of uh, uh, problem uh, that's taken care of. But I want to find out more or less what area uh, do you just cover the northeast count uh, areas or, or the, around the D.C. area? Uh, we do, we do. Like I said, Serving Together started in Montgomery County, Maryland, has expanded uh-huh. into Northern Virginia, and we are working into uh, working to cover the entire national capital region. Uh, so we, you know, we slowly we reach out and, and partner with organizations to form veterans collaboratives at the county level. Uh, we have veterans collaboratives in in Loudoun County, Virginia, Fairfax County, Virginia, uh, Montgomery County, and Frederick County in Maryland. Uh, we are uh, participating in collaboratives in the, in the district uh, and looking to form partnerships in Prince George's County and then down in Prince William County also. So, and the collaboratives are that's another part that I touched on at the beginning of the three initiatives were the community mm-hmm. resources and community education, community collaboratives. The collaboratives are more. They are open to anyone. Uh, to all, you know, all veterans can uh, can attend those. Uh, certainly, what we've what I've found in in my working with veterans and what a lot of us in the veteran community have found is you when you, you set up organizations or events or events for for veterans specifically a lot. You know, people don't necessarily show up until they need something. Uh, the you know, we do you talk about serving the veteran community people want to set up a resource fair or a job fair uh, and I've been to a lot of those and you usually have more organizations out there than you do veterans uh, right. so what you know to 
to uh, what I have found is, you know, maybe the answer to that is to educate the organizations. Educate right, because and that's, these are, this that's is where, where I they're see that you're, Yeah, that's where I see that you're different. You're, right. you're willing to sit down with them once they come right. on board as, as, a, as a more or less a partner. Um, right. You know, you educate them. Uh, you, you have workshops. Right. You have seminars. Uh, and I think that's right. a big difference from other organizations. It is. It is. And, and, you know, veterans are going to, you know, when they need, you know, when they, when they're behind on their rent, they're going to show up at family services at the county. Does anybody there know? I mean, they have, you know, they have the services that the county offers, but do they know what other services are available to that veteran, uh, you know, by virtue of the fact that they are a veteran and other services are available? So, and, and, so what we do is we form you know collaboratives of organizations at the county level to get county government nonprofits veteran service organizations coming in sharing information sharing resources because these are this is where the veterans are going to show up when they have a need they're going to walk into those doors and and talk to those people and and you know hopefully some of the veteran service organizations they're going to know they're they're more familiar with with um, what benefits are available, but they may not know what other organizations are operating in their community. They may be able to help with one of the issues, but you know, maybe they specialize in housing. Maybe they can help with the housing, but if the veteran has other you know, transportation or employment issues, they, how, do they, how do they get that fixed? What we want to do is, is tie them into this network. So wherever the veteran enters this network, whatever organization's door that they walk into, uh, they know. Now we're familiar with what's available to veterans, or if we're not, at least we we know that there is this county, you know, Loudoun County, Fairfax County, Montgomery County, or the you know, District of Columbia. There's this veterans collaborative network we can tie them into, get a hold of the uh, the other organizations in the vet, the network, get that word out. This is this is the need. We have this veteran that needs this. Who can meet that need, and and get you know answers back quickly from other organizations within that collaborative that that can help that veteran mm-hmm. because. Yeah, I've found that that setting up you know, veterans resource fairs, veterans job fairs, is sometimes sometimes not very well attended uh, by the veterans themselves. But the, the organizations come out, and organizations want to help. So what we yeah, what we are trying to do through our collaborative is really get out there and pull these organizations together, so they know who to talk to and what's available and who to call when these when these veterans come in the door. And if they're not familiar with military customs and culture and, and, and veteran culture and veterans issues. And we go out there and, and we, you know, we educate, educate them on that too. We offer education, you know, benefits 101 or, or mental health first aid as it relates specifically to post-traumatic stress or traumatic brain injuries um, to educate organizations that work, that have a veteran population that they work with, but may not necessarily be as familiar with the issues that they're facing. <clears throat> Well, how do you find the community's reaction to what you're uh, doing? Com- community's reactions have, uh, by and large, been, been great. Each uh, each community is different in, w- in what they have. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, there's obviously one of the things about being in the in the District of Columbia here is we have major veteran service organizations. These huge uh, national level. Uh, nonprofits or veterans organizations that have many of them are actually uh, uh, based here uh, in the D.C. area. But you start getting away, you get out into Loudon or Frederick, and and um, it's it's there's not as many resources available. They're a little more rural. Maybe they have a VFW post and a couple of American Legion posts and a the county some county services but we, you know we work with what what we can find and try to f- pull as many people together as possible and, and that meet the needs of that county and one of the things that's interesting you go out and and you know you talk to people at the county level and and frequently these you know, these veteran service organizations have they have money set aside and they're, they're service oriented they want to help veterans in their community but they don't they don't know until somebody walks in their door like say the local VFW, they they may have money set aside to help veterans, and they want to help in their community. And frequently, they're a lot more, uh, they're a lot quicker, I guess, to to get uh, to get assistance for you know, say a veteran is about to get you know removed from their house or about to be homeless. The you know, VFW down the street can can help out with that much quicker than some of the national level uh, veterans organizations or national nonprofits can. 
uh, and they're right down the road, and they want to help right there at their community, uh, at their their neighborhood level. So that's you know that's the mission for us. What you know, my vision is to is to create these county level, these local level collaboratives of organizations that are working together to help you know help the people in their community, but then you know tie them all together into this overall network that serves the entire national capital region. Uh, so they still, you know, at, the, at their local, at their grassroots level, they're getting that personal veteran-to-veteran communication and veterans helping veterans and people helping people. But the, the, to allow that communication and that sharing of information and resources across the entire national capital region is is a is a project that we're working on now. Is, is we're partnering with another organization. Uh, hopefully, have some more definitive word on that soon. That will that will allow us to have a communications network to connect all of these organizations across the entire national capital region, uh, and then they can you know, refer veterans to other organizations immediately, get answers back immediately, spread the word about whatever the needs are in their community immediately and get answers back on that very quickly. So, but now, you know, we have those, like I said, our, in our third, you know, that, that peer navigators, if I haven't emphasized that enough, we do have peer navigators that are veterans themselves. You know, we have uh, Air Force veterans, Army veterans that, uh, that are on you know on the phone Monday through Friday, uh, nine to four thirty, uh, the veterans can call in with any any questions that they have. And what we try to do is connect them. If you know if there's a resource right there in the community, great. If that community resource isn't available, then we look regionally, and then you know we look nationally, uh, and try to connect them to whatever resources they are uh, that they need, and put that veteran directly in touch. Do we do a warm handoff? You know, directly, okay, this is the person at this organization. They're waiting for you right now. Just, you know, talk to this, you know, this person. Not just give them a list of phone numbers, you know. Right. And I see that happening all the time where, you know, somebody, you know, the organization's on the East Coast and there's somebody on the West Coast that needs the services. Right. And, you know, you need that national togetherness, I guess you want to call it that. Um, and hopefully uh, that's part of your plans later on once you're successful in your area. Go national. Well, we are. We're, we're working with uh, another a partner organization uh, called uh, called America Serves, and they have they have organizations that they have set up in, in uh, ten ten communities around the around the nation. They have two more that they're setting up right now in, in D.C. and and Dallas, and then hopefully on to eighteen total. But that will, you know, being a part of this network will allow us to share information and resources on a more national level. And we also, there's a lot of national level partners uh, that we work with here in, in here in the D.C. area. I mean, VFW and, and American Legions have posts all over the country. So it doesn't, you know, if you have a veteran call in from, you know, Minot, North Dakota, you can, you know, you, we, it doesn't take too much to find somebody in that area that can potentially help them. So yeah, we would. Uh, we our intention as serving together is to be the organization that serves the a little over three hundred thousand veterans that live right here in this national capital region. Uh, but we are looking to tie into a to a national network as well. Uh-huh. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. 
For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with Michael, director of Serving Together. Serving Together Project, is that, that's, that's the full name, correct? That is. We are servingtogetherproject.org is where you can uh, find us. All right. And, and Bill? Well, Michael, uh, uh, w- before we had the break, before you had an uh, a issue that you wanted to bring up uh, to pass on, but uh, just before that, I, I want networking uh, in our veteran community is so important, and I'm sure, I, I, you know, I can't tell you enough about this, but in uh, 2007 to 2010, uh, I had the opportunity to serve as the uh, Deputy Secretary for Veterans Affairs in Maryland. Uh, Governor Martin O'Malley at that point uh, uh, appointed me. We came up with an organization that's based in California. It's called the Network of Care. And every service conceivable, and many of them are mirrored in the organization that you with the serving together and it's, right. it's it's there it's 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 a comprehensive uh, uh uh website with all this information i think that this might be uh, uh an, a, a website that you might want to uh to look into uh from the federal state local all of the services that are available right. across the spectrum and and we launched it first here in Maryland before it went nationwide. And uh, one of the things we lauded ourselves on was the fact that in three clicks of the mouse, whatever your concern was, you can be able to find it with three clicks of the mouse. So I offer that up to you because I think that would uh, be uh, something very good to to look into with uh, with the organization that you represent. So uh, with that, then the, the point that you wanted Thank to bring you. across, uh, l- let's hear it. Let's pass it on to our, <laughs> our listening audience. Ah, uh, I just uh, well, t- I, I, trying to remember off the top of my head what my, what my point was. I know you had touched on um, there's a uh, you had touched on veteran suicide, right? And uh, one of yeah, one of the, the things, and this is you know this is my my personal feeling. There's a lot of you know, a lot of the a lot of the struggles that veterans are going through with this transition, you know, the, the life, this major life changes uh, that they are going through is, is uh, if we can help with that, you know, my belief is if we can help with this transition, if we can help these veterans find meaningful, meaningful work, find a place to live, uh, you know, find the benefits that they need, find something as simple, you know, as simple as it seems, it sounds uh, uh, simple that, 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 you know, a veteran doesn't even know where to take their paper prescription to go to get it filled. But, you know, these are the, the daily issues that they're going through and these frustrations mount little things like that add up and there, and there's there's bigger things too if we can help the veterans with this transition phase of their lives you know i believe i, I firmly believe that we are going to cut down on on those you know, on the number of suicides if the you know veterans can get can can make that transition more you know smoothly that we're going to help with that and that is my hope that is my goal well, that's so important, uh, uh, Michael, because, uh, you know, it's, uh, we do very well in, in, in preparing our men and women to serve in the military. Right. And, uh, you know, this is called basic training. 
I think it's it's even more important, even though we don't do it in an organized way, that when they leave the battlefield in combat or wherever their service has been in returning to home and community, they've got to be able to successfully reintegrate back into wherever they came from and where they're, 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 they're going to continue to live their lives. And that right. this reintegration has a lot to deal with some of the, you know, they're not the same people that they were when they left mm-hmm. to go and serve. And, right. uh, and in many cases, they, it's a new normal for them. One of those uh, uh, challenges that so many of our veterans uh, reside in the rural communities where services are not right available to them. So uh, that's important. We, we, reintegration is so important. Right, and like I said, it is a stress. It is a stress that affects almost the entirety of the, the military community at some point in their lives. They are going to they are going to transition out of the military, and not just the, the military men and women. It's it's their their families. Their their wives and and husbands and their children too are going through this transition stress, and and I, it it becomes more and more challenging the more rural you know frequently we have some rural areas that are you know within a couple hours of D.C. There's some surprisingly rural areas, and Absolutely. these veterans are are confused by this there's a huge variety of of organizations out there that say they're there to help veterans and veterans call up and get into a get into a phone tree and and there's no no nobody there to help them walk through this process and that's that's what we want to provide with our peer navigators like i said that are veterans themselves they can help them go through this process and and find even the 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 from the littlest things to the biggest things and make this transition as smoother. And it's the military does. You know, I, I love the fact that, that this transition assistance programs are becoming more robust, but there is, a, and we've tried, we try to reach out. We, we definitely uh, reach out to the people that are running the transition assistance programs on the bases close to us here, uh, get the word out there to the veterans that are, that are going to be you know, staying in this community uh, and, and any veterans and all that. Hey, organizations, we're not the only organization like this. There are a network, a network of care. There are, there are other, or organizations around the country that are that are there to help provide information on uh, information on resources, but we're here. Uh, please do call us. Any questions you have? The, the challenge with that, though, frequently on military bases is, I mean, you understand that the vet, that commanders are going to be tasked with retention also. So there's a limit to how much they will, you know, how how far ahead of time they'll let us get out there and start talking to veterans about, hey, what do you, you know, what's your plans for when you get out? What do you, you know, how what training do you have? And that's a that's a challenge too. When I when I first retired, I went to work uh, for the career center, AMVETS Career Center. So I, I worked with a lot of veterans that were getting out and looking for jobs. And they're told from the time that they talk to their recruiter that hey, the military is going to teach you all these skills that are going to translate directly into a <clears throat> civilian job. And that's not always the case. <clears throat> that's frequently not the case. You know, so uh, and you you see veterans putting. You know, you ask what, you know, hey, we need you to, it, something as simple as writing a resume. They, you know, they'll, they'll, it, it, it doesn't come natural to them. And in the transition assistance programs, they'll try to help write a resume. But you, you get resumes from, from the veterans and they put things like for their marketable skills, to, you know, teamwork and optimism or like, all right, you know, these are, those are great, those are great things. But, you know, um, Civilian employers are going to want to see actual, you know, solid skills so uh, that relate directly to this job. So you put management down because you know you were a senior NCO or or an officer, and you know much of what you did was management. Well, you you put project management or operations management. They're going to want to see that you have actual, you know, X number of years working in. IT to do IT project management, not just management in general. So I would love at some point, and it is a kind of a long-term project on my part, to, to bring more organizations that have specific uh, skills training uh, into our organization. Uh, that is one of my big uh, initiatives and goals for serving together is to be able to connect service members and veterans to organizations that are going to be able to, to give them training. And we have a few in this area that will offer 
you know, IT certifications, for example, and I'm not an IT guy. I'm technologically impaired. But if you tell me that this particular this particular certification will help a veteran get a job, just with that certification alone, I can find a way to get that veteran trained and to get that certification. Uh, and right. you know, IT, IT comes up because it's big. You know, it's a, it's obviously a, a, a huge. Uh, a, a huge thing in this area that, that, that a lot of IT jobs, but not just that. Any you know, ba- your 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 basic skills. I would you know, would love to be able to find organizations that have uh, training available, whether it's you know apprenticeship to be to, for plumbing or or HVAC or carpentry, any of those jobs. I you know, right. and to be able to reach out and meet those service members when they're six months out or a year out before they get out of the military and start getting that training. Uh, would be right. ideal, and we are working with the transition assistance programs on trying to get right. in there well, earlier and earlier. All right. Well, Michael, we only have a, a minute left, and I just okay. want to say it was a pleasure having you on the show, and we hope to have you back when everything is yeah. <laughs> Anytime. Please do. And, <laughs> okay. And, you know, spread the word on one eight five five seven three eight seven one seven six is our uh, peer navigator's number or servingtogetherproject.org. Uh, right. you, can, you can find us, and please do have you know, veterans call in, any questions they have, any organizations that want to be part of the network, uh, we would love to come out and sit down and talk to you. All right. And again, thank you, Bill. Thank you, sir. Thanks right. for the opportunity. All right. I just want to say thanks to all our listeners and supporters, and remember, we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any mobile device. I'm Gary Ray, along with my co-host, Bill, and our guest, Michael, with Serving Together Project. You all have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly-